You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right. Uh, podcast. It's uh, Monday. Nice to have you with it. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. I took a, a phone call today off the air uh, during the program. From a man named Sam in Flatbush. Oh, Sam. Where is Flatbush, by the Brooklyn. way? Brooklyn. Brooklyn? Mm-hmm. I would, uh, if I was a multiple choice, I would have said Queens. Okay. Flatbush, Brooklyn. He's 20. Okay. So a younger fellow, Jerry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he just discovered the podcast. Okay. His friend turned him on to it. He said he's going to binge and is in the process of binging every one of them. Whoa. That's nuts. Sure, we've been doing this since since February, I think, of 2015. <laughs> yes, dude. He says he's plowing through them, and to him, they're like seasons. Okay. Of like a uh, show. It's a lot of seasons. A lot of seasons. He must have some... I forgot Holy to ask him how many he has... Crap. What he does wherein he has the time to listen to it. Like, what is he... He just must, at that point, have it on in the background the entire You're probably time. talking about 1,500 episodes. Um, has to be. Well, let's see. If you figure 200 a year. Right. Times seven years. Eight years will be, yeah. So it's more, it's like 1,600, and it yes. might be more than that. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Mm-hmm, Jerry. Yeah. Wow. So uh, shout out to Sam. He said his friends would be very excited if I mentioned, oh, I told him I would mention his name. Sam, He's, that's awesome. He oh, said man. his friends will be very excited about that. Of course, that. you won't hear. Sam, you won't hear this episode until yeah. 2025. <laughs> Sam, by the time you hear this, I'll be retired, my main man. You're not going anywhere I'm yet. Out. Not yet. The business, I'm out, Jerry, until they pull me back in. Oh, boy. Arr. I did have that conversation with my parents the other day. What's that? Um, what to do if I get fired. If you get fired? Or retire. <laughs> like, you know. like What will be your other job? Yeah, like, where do you make up the money? Yeah. And they said, well, what is your plan? I'm like, you know, that's why I'm talking to you. I can't figure that out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, if it happens, you have to figure it out. But when you actually look at it, it's not easy. No, it's not easy. Not easy. Yeah, I do think about that for people. You know where I look at it strangely? And again, this is probably one of the reasons I never had children, because I would fear that I couldn't provide for them. When I see younger people in like radio or yeah. media with multiple small children, I'm like, yeesh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> well, th- listen, you can always go get a real job. Yeah, you could always do something. You know, it's just in, I think when you get to a certain level of income, you get to a point where it's hard to replace it. Yes. You can't just say, I'll go get another job. No, it's not that easy. Right. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, no matter what it is you do, because uh, if, you're, if you're in one particular field for a large chunk of your career and then that ends... You don't you you are making a certain amount of money based on your experience. Right, now you're sure. Going to go somewhere else with zero experience. Right. Guess what? <laughs> Here's eighteen dollars an hour. You're starting at the lower levels. Oh, thank you, sir. May I work four hundred hours a week? <laughs> right. Yeah, it's not great. No, it's tough. So we got to keep pushing, Jerry. Push, yeah. push, just push, push. push. I saw an interesting uh, viral video. Uh, just before, I guess the the morning after, uh, maybe it was even Thanksgiving morning. It was a, a woman on an airplane, another one of these. So this woman was on the plane, and I guess it was the time when they say uh, you must be seat belted in and you can't yeah. get up. And a woman got up; she needed to use the bathroom. Yep. And they told her, "Well, you can't I know. use this the bathroom." This is a problem. This I know. is a problem because she threatened to and. 
pulled her pants down. She was going to pee in the aisle until they let her go. And I do she wonder. She actually pulled her pants down? Yeah, she actually pulled her pants down. And I do wonder, like, you can't really stop people from going to the bathroom. And they get angry with you. Yeah. The uh, the flight attendants. But we also can have, like, hitting turbulence and have a passenger rolling down the aisle. Understood. But that can happen anywhere. Yeah. So I don't know what to what to do. Like, I always thought that I might be one of those persons. Because sometimes I have to pee really bad. Yeah. What if I get up to pee and they go, no. And I'm like, eh, well, I really waited too long. That's And that's happened. Remember when we were going to Arizona that happened? Yeah. Remember I was told to sit down? And I thought I was getting up before... It was time, but they had put the note. They hadn't made the announcement. And we were in first class, too, to where I didn't think. That oh, the, I was, thought there were no rules in the first well, class I for the bathroom. I didn't think that. But the bathroom was right there. Right there. And, yeah, the seatbelt sign had come on, but there was no announcement of you can't get up yet. I remember getting up. Like, get sit down, please. I'm like, uh, is the bathroom? And they like, no. I'm like, okay. And I was dying. Yeah. And it was like a half hour. I had to. It's not easy. It right, because when they put that thing on, no going to the bathroom, you're not landing in five no, minutes. No, no, no. They got to do a better job of saying, hey, this is the like a football game. Here's the two-minute yeah. warning. Everybody, we got 15 minutes, and that sign's going up. If you got to go, go now. I also feel like we need more bathrooms on an airplane. Yeah, you're right. There's 200 people on a plane. There's two bathrooms. And sometimes, most of the time, they do not let the coach passengers go into first class to use the bathroom. That is true. It's discouraged. Yeah, no, no, that is true. Occasionally, they'll let it let it go. Well, we went to Turks and Caicos probably, I think it was 2019, I think, because it was before the pandemic. We went to Turks and Caicos, and we were we, we flew JetBlue, which was great. And we sat in like, I don't remember, row 24 or something, like a 32-row plane. Yeah. Something like that. When the light went off after takeoff, it was as if, and maybe this is a thing when you go to the Caribbean, it was as if everybody got on the plane drunk. The line for the bathroom, as soon as that seatbelt sign went off, was up past our row, yeah. which was like eight and I got people hanging over you. It's like, holy crap, what a mess. No, they should not let people wait in line at the bathroom. You should do be a number system, like at the deli. You want them right? to take a number? Yeah. And then who's going to be responsible for calling the numbers? I mean, they got enough to worry about. <laughs> Now you want them to take care of, of bathroom reservations? Maybe there could be like a digital number thing at the front of the plane. Because otherwise there are people just standing now back there. Need, now you need new technology. Press a button if you have to go to the bathroom. It puts you in queue. Yes. Uh, these Put planes aren't queue. equipped to do that, though. Now you need a whole new oh, man. New, whole new system. Jerry, what about this? Sharks. You ever been in the, on an airplane and have to go to the bathroom? Develop it. Develop some software. You and I can go on Shark Tank and do this. I I would do that. Sharks. You can come up with the software. I'm in. The problem is the sharks all fly private. They're going to be like, I don't even know what you're talking about. (laughs) That is very true. When I have to go to the bathroom, I just get up and go right into my (laughs) own private bathroom. Whether we're landing or not. (laughs) Yeah. It does not matter to me. That is a very good point. That is the funny thing. You go from, um, you know, we've been fortunate to fly private a couple times. Sure. Yep. Um, Both Boomer has flown as private. Craig flew as private. Yep. And there are seemingly no rules on in a private Correct. plane. Get up when you want. Sit where you want. Sit where you want. Buckle drink, in or drink, don't. Eat, whatever. Eat, drink. It's like a party in the sky. Use your telephone. They don't care. I know. It's amazing. <laughs> it's crazy. It's some way to travel. Too. Yeah. It really is some way to travel. The door to the cockpit's wide open the whole flight. That I don't like. Yeah. That I don't care for. You p- shut the door. Yeah, shut I, don't, the door. I don't want to hear or see what's going on. Yeah. I agree with that. Just let me shut my eyes and let me know when we're there. Yeah. Or have oh, a couple yeah. of drinks. I did a couple. Uh, By the way, yeah. real quick with the drinks. Yes. So we went to Atlantic City Saturday. Oh, we did? Yeah. Did went, you go for an event? No, friends. Um, gambling, dinner, whatever. This is like the third time in a row this has happened to. So Kim and I have come up with a new system. This notion of having dinner at like 730 or 8 o'clock in the middle of the night is backwards. From now on, first thing you do, dinner at 5, then go out and have a good time. A couple of reasons why, in my opinion. Number one, the night starts around 5 o'clock. You go to the bar. You're having a good time. The games are on. Feeling great. Then you go, you meet your friends. You hit a table. You have a couple of drinks. And then, oh, dinner reservations are 745. So 730, you start making your way to the restaurant. 
and then dinner takes two hours. Yeah. And then you you walk out of there at 10 o'clock like, I want to go to bed now. Like the nights, full. You feel, yeah, the nights come to a screeching halt. And then it's like, it's hard to kind of get back into it. And I will tell you, by midnight, I'm like, I'm let's go. And it just kind of ruined the whole night. That's reason number one. Reason number two, you just alluded to it. The these this restaurant food, my God, I felt until no joke. And here's what I ate. We hadn't we didn't eat lunch for various reasons. So we went there. We were hungry to begin with. We go to dinner, and they gave us. We, my one friend is like, "Hey, you got to bring bread. We're all starving." And they're like, all right, we'll get your bread, no problem. So they brought bread over. All right, so I had a couple of pieces of bread, not that big a deal. Appetizers was like all like fresh seafood, in which I didn't have too much of because I don't really like that. But I did have some Caesar salad. All right, whatever, not a huge deal. And then my dinner was fettuccine with like a wine sauce with what they called rock shrimp. Grilled, oh, yeah, rock shrimp, yeah. Grilled, not fried. I thought it was a good, sensible choice. On the menu, it said it was 680 calories. I'm like, you know what? For out to dinner, that's pretty good. You know, my stomach still isn't right from the garlic and the salt and the crap that was in that meal. Yeah, the the sauce they put on rock shrimp. Oh, oh is that true? Yeah, I think that's what makes it rock shrimp, the, Dude. the sauce. So between that and them like feeling like crap the rest of the night, it was no time to digest. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, if you go early, you, that's a good call. You go at 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock dinner. You have your dinner. Then you go. You gamble, blah, blah, blah. And if you're hungry, you can get an hors d'oeuvre. Like, you can stop yes. at a bar and get, like, chips. I'd something. Correct. This, this dinner in the middle of the night, yeah. done. No more. I no agree. more. Plus, you could get a nice dinner reservation. And much easier. Much easier, yeah. Much easier. The staff isn't tired yet from working uh, all night. That is true, too. Everyone, You're getting fresh food. They're not sc- scrambling to be able to... And begging you Get to leave. Meal, yeah. <laughs> so I agree. Five o'clock. And we went to Ocean. I got to tell you. Ocean Resort. Yeah. I hadn't been there since it was Revel. Yeah. I, we always go to Borgata. It was great. Is that right? There was nothing going on. So I didn't know if it was going to be dead down there. It wasn't packed, but it was not dead. Tables were 20 bucks. It was actually pretty. It was really good. Those big uh, escalators scare me there. That's a bit freaky. I right? do agree. The very tall escalators especially after you've had some drinks yeah that's a bit much there's got to have been people falling down the steps there i I would think that has happened i used to um like at the old giant stadium they had those tall they're high i would walk around those uh circular things the ramps in the corners of the stadium (laughs) give me a good ramp i know because i don't trust that stuff yep oh yeah uh, I did a thing on um, uh, t- uh, Twitter and Instagram the other day because it was a discussion that came up, and I got uh, different kinds of feedback. I want to see where you're where you fall on this one, Jerry. It's the you're a suburb guy. You live in the suburbs. Do you get bothered by people parking in front of your house? Not really. If there's room in front of their house, yeah, that would be annoying. Yeah, yeah, I would say like. Go park in front of your own. It's almost like, right. why are you parking in my driveway if you have a driveway? Yeah, yeah, right. no, that would, yeah, that would be annoying. Yeah, I, I, it bothers suburb people. Sure. Some people, of course, are like, the streets are free. You don't own the street. Yes, I'm aware we don't own the street, but it's bizarre behavior. To There's park. no reason for it. There's no reason for no. it to park your car in front of my house if you have space. Now, someone's having a party. Oh, for sure. There's That's no different. open spaces. They got to park in front of your house. No problem. Yeah. Just when the street's empty and they're parking in front of your house, like, what are you doing? Yeah, I agree. That's that's a bit much. Yeah. That's just one of the unwritten rules of the suburbs. I, I would agree with that. Right? I would agree with that. Yeah. I did have some. I had most people agree, but I did have a bunch of people. I think it depends, too, who it is. Yeah. From, like, if my if my neighbor, Rich, next door, parked in front of my house... I would just assume he's expecting people yeah. or I, I wouldn't even think about it. Great people. Uh, him and his wife are awesome. They got little kids. I would not question it at all. But if it became a habit, like, uh, what are we doing here? You know when it really bothers someone? When they when somebody parks their their work truck in front of your house. Yeah, sure. Ooh, that, that bugs people. Too, yeah, right? I've never had that experience, yeah. but I could see that. Mm-hmm. By the way, I need the name of your guy. Not your name. I need the contact. Oh, my contact. I call him Drywall Mike. Yeah. 
You need drywall Mike's contact? I would like to talk to him. Okay. Yeah. He's a guy that I met uh, in when I was living in Matawan in the Stop and Shop. That's right. He and I were two lonely men walking the Stop and Shop during off hours. Yeah. And then I asked him what, you know, we were talking. He listens to FAN and he said, uh, I asked him what he did for a living. He goes, oh, you know. Well, his name was Drywall Mike, so. Well, that's why I call him Drywall Mike. Oh, okay. His name's Mike. But, um, yeah, so when I got his card, perfect. I've been using him. Gina uses him. Eddie uses him. Now I might use him. You might use him. He just gave his card to Mike Flegelman. Ah, how about that? Who's uh, moving uh, into a townhouse. Nice. Although he said Flegelman when he took the card, he just, he didn't even look. He just put it right in his pocket. What do you want him to do with it? Like, look and go, hey, Mike, nice to meet you. Thank you. I will call you. Oh, he met him already? Yeah. He just grabbed it and got it. Toss well, to Jerry. I, I, if I call, we work. Yeah. So we found uh, in Gina's wall, one of her walls, that drywall Mike was working on, there was a, a business card, two business cards, where the phone number for the business was only four digits. That is wild. It's like, give me a call at 8907. And that's something. So I Googled it, and that the phone numbers were four digits in the 19, up until the 1930s. Damn. So those cards have been, are are from the 1920s. Have you looked into the business at all? I looked at the address for the business. It's now a house. Okay. And then the other business was is now a, a thing of condos in Belmar. Okay. It's really cool, though. I think it's great. Then I just started looking around. I was like, okay, so when did phone numbers be... In the 1930s, they moved to five digits. Okay. In the 1970... No, 1967... It went to seven digits. Oh, okay. It went right from five to seven. Yeah. Because that's all I've known. But were there area yeah. codes or was it just those five numbers? Just those five numbers. So there was no area code either. No. So technically then we're really a 10-digit system. Yeah. Now we're a 10-digit system. Wow. Because I actually remember when it got to the point in New Jersey where we had to start dialing the area code. Yeah. Well, I remember too, because when I was growing up, we were 201. Yeah. And then they changed it when I forget what age I was. It went to seven. It went to nine oh eight. Nine oh eight. Two oh one to nine oh eight. Then to seven three two. Like my God. Okay. Just keep changing things up. Yeah. It's been pretty steady now for a while. Now hell, I've had the same phone number, cell phone. I think for twenty years now. I think. No, not that long. That's not true. That is not true at all. Probably about ten years. Do you remember your phone number growing up? Your childhood phone number. Yeah. Uh, seven. I don't remember the area code yeah. back then, but it was seven three nine three zero six seven. And my phone number in my room five six six four seven three seven when we lived in Oldbridge when I was in high school. Cool? How I remember that I yeah. don't know, which is crazy. My phone number until I was nine was five four eight two eight nine zero. Then my phone number growing up was four nine nine zero seven four seven. Okay. My phone number in Florida was 7855657. that too. Holy cow. Yeah. And then after that, no ideas because we yeah. didn't have to remember numbers. Yeah. I mean, well, I guess our the last phone number we actually had was 2641213. But that's, my God, even that's 15 years ago. Do you think it would be cool if I walked over to the home that's now in one of the businesses, knocked on the door, and said, look what I found that has your address? Or would they think I was weird? And then do what with that? Just say, it was pretty cool. Oh, that you're going to give them the card as no, a no, piece no. of history for the property. Uh, I guess I will. Uh, yeah. I would keep it. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I think it's cool. Hmm. I would not. Yeah, no. I think it's cool, too. You know, it was also weird. They were the, they looked exactly the same. Like, there was no, you know, nowadays you get a business card. It's yeah. everyone looks different. Same printing, same everything. Same font. Yeah, same, same font. Spacing. It was like, yeah, it was like you had one choice for business cards uh, in the twenties. You went to Bill Smith Printers. Yeah, this in, was the guy in Point Pleasant. <laughs> I'll have these back to you by nine months from now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, that quickly? Oh, thank you. <laughs> I always wonder if you could ever bring someone from like the year eighteen eighty and put them today. All the amenities that we have, yeah, it's just got to be crazy to wake up in the year twenty twenty three, and the right. things that we expect now. Mm-hmm. Like I ordered, so we don't have many calendars left now. We're I'm coming to the end of, and it's just going to be one run because uh, sales have certainly been down. But whatever, 
I needed, I did run out of envelopes. So I only ordered another, I think another hundred. So I could run to Staples. I could do that. Or I could just order the ones that I've used on Amazon. And I, you know what? The ones on Amazon are durable. I'm like, I'm just going to stick with what I have. (laughs) So I ordered them on Saturday morning, like 7 a.m. I'm like, oh, maybe I get lucky. Maybe they could be here tonight because it's an Amazon product. And it came up. Your delivery will be tomorrow. Like, tomorrow? (laughs) I mean, tomorrow. I can't wait till tomorrow. And then I'm thinking, you know, these are coming from a shipment center. They got to be loaded on a truck. They got to, I'm like, tomorrow's fine. So we get home from Atlantic City. I'm like, where are my envelopes? Yeah. Like, they're still not here. So then I look. I'm like, what? It's going to be delivered between 7 and 10 p.m. And again, I got to calm down. I'm like, you just ordered them yesterday. Yeah. But we get so used to it. We do. Yeah, so we do. quickly. Well, they're a victim of their success, too, in terms of expectation from the customer, in fairness. Right. That Amazon Prime, is the next day shipping was a thing forever. Now it's not so next day for some things anymore. Right. But it also got to the point where other companies now have to offer free shipping or quick yeah. shipping. Otherwise, we're like, I'm not going to order from there. If, like Walmart, I think, is on that now. Target's on that now. Yeah, if you want to be with the big boys, yeah. you really... It's hard not to offer that. Do you like to do like, let's say for Target or or Walmart or Home Depot, do you like to order it and then go pick it up? Never or? done that once. Yeah. If I'm going to order it, deliver it. If not, I'll go to the store, the store and get it. Yeah. Yeah. Gina does the Target pickup for some reason. Oh, they bring it out to her car? Yeah. Then I feel awkward. Like I feel lazy. Yeah. The pandemic was one thing. Now it's like you can't get out of your car, you lazy bastard. <laughs> yes, your royalty. Let me bring you your target items. <laughs> your royalty. <laughs> I guess it is a job for someone, though, so that's a good that thing. That is true. You know? It's weird. When I go to... Now, I have not been into wrestling since the 1980s. I have not had wrestling figures, Jerry, since right. I was a child. Right. I will still, no matter if I go into a store like Target, I will go to the action figure aisle to see what's going on. No, it's all right. I know what kind of wrestling dolls they got over here. How many have you bought? I haven't bought any. Then you're fine. But I do look at them and go, oh, that's pretty cool. You're curious. Curious. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very curious. I, we were driving around a little bit on um, Friday evening. Yeah, we weren't around Saturday. So it was Friday evening and even a little bit yesterday. Uh, just curious what the parking lots look like. Busy, but nothing for the malls or for like the targets. And uh, strip malls and the targets, not a mall mall. Uh, Target for sure. Marshalls we saw. Um, Costco, and again, it was. I don't even want to say crowded. I would say busy. It was definitely more than normal, but you didn't look at the parking lots and be like, "I ain't going in there." Not at all. I did go. I did have to run to Lowe's Saturday morning for something, which I did not want to because I was in a mood because things I was putting Christmas light. How about this? I mean, I was ready to shoot somebody on Saturday morning because I don't go up on the ladder often. I hate heights, and I'm not a big fan of putting the lights up, but whatever, Christmas time, I'll do it the one time a year. So I go up. You already have pre-hooks up there? No. Okay. So our gutters have that system, of course, where it's covered with the holes and the water drains, but no leaves get in, which is great. The problem is then there's no, you can't put the hooks in, and it's, oh. So I got to use shingle hooks, which means there's these plastic things that go underneath. Not shingles, roof. The roofing, not shingles. What is it called? The roof tiles. Okay. Yeah. So they slide in and they grab. They're not the most secure, but I've used them before. They work. No problems. I start on the left side of the house. I am 65% of the way done, I would say. Go down to grab some more clips. I go to move the ladder. I put the ladder. Joseph calls me for something. So as I turn, I kind of lost hold of the ladder a little bit. It hits the gutters. <laughs> all down. <laughs> I was ready to kill somebody. Now I'm worried that the lights broke. But more importantly, they all came down. All the hooks are Now everywhere. I got to go all the way back to the left side and start over. Oh, God. And then I get to the end. I needed more hooks, and I got to go to Lowe's, and I'm, I was just furious. And all I could think of is, get in, get out, get in, get out. And I got my hooks, and I went. But that was the busiest store that I saw, which I thought was weird. Yeah. So. I don't think anyone ever has a smooth putting up Christmas lights situation. It seems like that's always What I trouble. do is relatively basic. It's never really been that bad. 
this drove me bonkers yeah. when I saw them. I'm like, no, 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 stop, stop. No, no, no. They all came down. You doing any inflatables oh. this year, Jerry? No, done with those. You don't like the inflatables? There is one house, though, in town. I got to tell you, it is awesome. They have a snowman inflatable. That is, pr- how high is a, is a two-story house, would you say? 30 feet? I would say at least that, yeah. Then this is a 40-foot snowman. It goes above the roof. A giant inflatable it snowman? It is huge, and it is awesome. I'm going to get me one of those. Yeah, it's cool, man. Put it I don't think your mic. association is going to allow that. Let's put it in front of somebody's window. Put it on your deck and just start <laughs> blowing it up and see what happens. <laughs> oh, are we not allowed to have these 40-feet snowman? <laughs> it's funny. I didn't realize. Yeah. All right, Jerry, let's do a warm-up show. All we'll right, be back Sam. here tomorrow. You got it. Sam and Flatbush. So! Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Manning calling signal, takes the snap, looks left, lobs it left, first, he's wide open, touchdown Giants! In the left corner of the end zone! Touchdown! With 35 seconds to go, the Giants regain the lead, Manning the first! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. And Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go, 502, it's a Monday, it's the Sprint to Christmas, it's a Cyber Monday, it's a Football Monday, it's Monday, and we're here for you. The Eddie Scazzeri, I missed you Friday, nice to see you, and across from me, his name is Al Xavier Dukes. What's up? Oh, good morning, Jerry. Yes, is today Cyber Monday? Is that how that I mean, works? I think it's like Cyber Year now. It doesn't even matter. But yes, yeah, exactly. technically this is Cyber Monday, though I have found that these deals have been going on for the last two weeks, three weeks. does not matter. Yeah. Black Friday deals started like a week and a half Correct. ago. And it's not like if you missed it on Friday. It's, it's Black Friday on Halloween. <laughs> yeah. And then you'll just get it on Cyber Monday or Small Business Tuesday or... Eat a pizza Friday. Eat a it's, pizza. it's all whatever. Yeah. Right. It's a whole thing, Jerry. I want to thank the uh, Buffalo Bills and the Philadelphia Eagles for showing us what football really is. I actually watched that game almost in full the second half, and it was just, uh, I was shocked to see, like, what football looks like, like, when it's good. I thought the Texans and Jaguars was good. Yeah. That was fun, because C.J. Stroud is actually a lot of fun to watch. So he's running around like a chicken without his head. Yeah. With his head cut off. I, but you're right. These games have been, the season's been, I think, terrible. The season, I really do. I agree. The season Not has been, been pretty terrible. A lot of blowouts, a lot of bad football. Just these, it's a lot of nothing. It's a lot of nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, like the one o'clock window, you know, as we know, is just like a whole lot of, whole lot of nothing going on. And occasionally you'll get one. Like you said, Jaguars, Texans. I thought can, that was good. Uh, you'll get one every now and then. 
And then the 425 window there, the Bills, uh, Eagles, I thought was interesting. Interesting. It was phenomenal. I mean, that thing went down. I was looking at my clock. I was like, it's 8 o'clock. How's this game, game still going on? Game took a long time. I agree. And what was weird, the 1 o'clock games got over early because mm-hmm. there was a... they were terrible. Yeah, but there was this, <laughs> a spot there with Scott Hansen where he had to kill time bef- when he had no 1 o'clock games. And no fire alarm going off. <laughs> yeah, the 4 o'clock, I think, didn't kick off yet. Yeah. And all those early games well, are over with. But if you look at every Friday, and I would have to go back. I'm not going to, but I'd have to go back. You and I don't usually pick more than three or four intriguing games anyway. Yeah. So to me, it's not a surprise that we come in on Monday and we're like, huh, a lot of those games sucked. Yes. Yeah. That's pretty much what we told you on Friday morning. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, Jerry. And one of those games was Giants-Patriots. That was tough to watch. It was very tough to boring. watch. Boring. Yeah, it was very, very boring. boring. Uh, ten seven. It ends, Jerry. Just as we, I mean, I was praying for three nothing. Well, no, I was praying that the uh, Patriots wouldn't hit that field goal at the end. I was like, I you didn't not, want free football, as I they say. Al did not want overtime in that game. Please. Yeah, the quarterback position for the Patriots is an atrocity. Um, and I, listen, I'm I'm into the Tommy DeVito story. I am. Me too. And it's I something at least. And he did make several really good throws yesterday. But he also holds on to the ball too long, and he takes sacks he shouldn't. And at the, it was kind of one of those days. You and I have talked about this sometimes before. Well, you, like you see a quarterback, you're like, it looks like he's playing good, but they don't really do anything. They don't score. That's what I felt like yesterday. A lot of glimpses, but it's like you look up, they've got seven points in the fourth quarter. Correct. Yeah, we also got used to around here, whether it be Daniel, whether it be Eli Manning at the end of his career, Daniel Jones. Or now Tommy DeVito, Zach Wilson, where if they do one good thing in a game, we go, wow, oh, that was all. But did you see that? How about did you that see throw? Did what? Right. How, how about the arm talent? Oh, yeah. yeah and right. I don't think we do this in other cities. I think we're desperate here. We are desperate. Because we have had bad quarterback play for a long time. Really. I mean, I know Daniel Jones was good last year. I am not taking that away from him. But other than that, it's been poor at best um and i mean not that we need to discuss it because it was friday but i don't even know what i'm watching when i put a jet game on anymore correct I mean, it's just hideous and i do not want to hear and neither does geo i'm sure at six o'clock the zach wilson apologist call up to say see it's not zach wilson's no, fault they both, they both stink right we went over it tim we went over tim boyle's numbers no i no disrespect to the kid he's an nfl quarterback good for him go make all the money you can but, like, we went over, I don't think I still have his, it. His uh, college career was terrible. Right. I and went his over pro his, career. His college career at UConn was bad. Bad. So how is he here, right? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know. either. His good season was Eastern Kentucky, I think. 11 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. He's not good. Hey, fine. Be a, be a practice squad quarterback. Great. Go make your money. Be a backup. But don't get in the game. I think I'm actually more sick of... The Jets now than the Giants, and maybe it's because Tommy I, I DeVito is agree something. with that. I don't want to hear a single thing from Aaron Rodgers anymore. I'm, I'm with you. I don't want to hear from Rob Sala anymore. I feel bad for Rob Sala. I don't. He's had his testicles taken away. I guess I don't think he's allowed to do anything. Yeah, right. You can tell when he gets asked questions, he doesn't know what's the right thing to say. I don't know exactly. I'm a puppet. <laughs> Let me see what Joe and Aaron think first. Yeah, he's the Jets puppet. It's it's awful. It really is. And I, you know what? They play good defense, um, although sometimes a little overrated. But they do, for the most part, play good defense. He is a defensive coach, so he does do a good job in some aspects. Yeah. But as a head coach right now, it, I mean, he is just, I I feel for him. Head coach in name. Yeah. And then in that, that uh, Giants-Patriots game, at one point it was like, if you looked at the drives, punt, 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 Interception, punt. punt. <laughs> My God. Yeah, it was awful. It really was. And you know what sucked, honestly? Their first drive. Yes. Everything was going well. And then they put on the screen. I think it was two plays after they put on the screen that the Giants have gone so many games without a first drive touchdown. Here they are on the 22-yard line. They're hitting on all cylinders. And then let's turn the ball over. Right, but I, Come and, on, and this man. has happened to them before. 
How do you not get and they, so then they can never get back to what I they were doing? Well, I, a lot of teams will tell you that first. I don't know if the Giants do this or not. That the first drives of games are scripted so that it's been worked on. They know exactly what they're doing, and this is what is coming play after play. And so it's like a well-oiled machine. Then the other team adjusts to the looks, and now you got to start playing and fly by the seat of your pants, if you will, and start calling the game. That's why, and you've watched enough football to see a lot of teams will come out and look good on their first drive, and then it's punt, 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 yeah. punt, punt, and that's what yesterday was. I, I think. Of, I don't know. I don't know. A whole lot of punts. Now, what is this thing Tommy DeVito's doing? That's his Italian. Is that an Italian yeah, thing? Yes. And then they're showing hey. his parents doing it in the crowd. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've had enough of that, too. They were eating Let's up the play, Tommy DeVito family stuff. I know. Hey, I'm a Tommy DeVito. Do you imagine if he actually threw for 350 yards and four touchdowns, what they'd be doing? Oh, they'd be freaking out. <laughs> you ain't kidding. I mean, people people in New Jersey love to be Italian. Like, they want to be Italian. I don't know why. I mean. Yeah, I've never been like that. Yeah, like they like I'm just me. They just want to be like wear the the Italian horn around your neck. I'm sure the DeVito family they all have that going on. I looked at my uh, 23 and Me. I have 0.0 Italian in me. Is that true? Yeah, I'd like to be Italian too. But you're not from Italy. Yeah, there's no part of zero point really zero, zero point, point zero, zero from Italian. Italy. Yeah. Wow. What was the biggest zero. number? Uh, European. Well, Italy's in Europe, so would you, could you uh, narrow no, that I'm down sorry. a little bit? Uh, Ireland. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Italy's in Europe? No way. Europe's like London. Italy's Italy. Greece is Greece. Spain and is Spain. Europe is Europe. And Europe is Europe. So you're calling Europe a country? Europe we know as London. Like when you go, I'm going to Europe. Well, in my head, I you're going to London. Oh, boy. Heathrow Airport. All right, so you're Irish, so there you go. I guess I'm mostly, uh, I'm a lot of Irish. Okay, good for you. Hey, I'm an Italian. Will you be interested in two weeks when the Giants have another game to watch Uh, Tommy DeVito? He did enough to keep you. Yes. Who are they playing in two weeks? Great question. I don't know. Maybe the Eagles? They haven't played them yet, right? They get steamrolled. No, I I know they have the Eagles two of the last three weeks. Oh, do they really? Yeah. Oh. Sorry about that. That sounds New terrible. York Giants schedule. I know they're off this week, and then they come back the and Packers. play. Oh, which doesn't look so easy after what we saw on Thanksgiving. On a Monday night, Jerry. Oh, come on. Really? Monday night football. Ugh. You've got the Giants-Packers. Then you have Giants-Saints. Giants, and that's in New Orleans. In New Orleans. Yeah. Giants-Eagles in Philly. Rams-Giants at MetLife. Eagles-Giants at you know, MetLife. You know, the... the Interesting thing about the Giants' season slash schedule, yeah. if you remember, I believe you were really, really with me most of the summer, but we talked a lot about the season, and I really thought that they were going to struggle in their first six. I remember saying to Sal, like, I think this is like a one-in-five team after six. I said, but I think their gauntlet is early, and if you can get through that, that middle part of the season, they can win some games, and they might be, I remember saying, I thought they'd be like a nine-and-eight type of team. Bad early, good middle, and then struggle clearly with the Eagles, maybe late, but whatever. Um, and man, it's a couple of games they gave away. What a difference if they were six and six right now as opposed to four and eight, looking at the Packers, the Saints, and the Rams in three of their last five games. And I think that's what happened. That's the difference between this year and last year. I think last year they won those, Correct. those games, right? Yeah, they won a lot of those, those one score games and. You know, but it, you look at some of the games they lost this year. Um, you know, losing the, that game to the Raiders, bad loss. Um, the Jets, the Jet game, a horrible loss. And not that I think I actually had the Jets down when I was looking at. The, I don't think I thought they'd beat the Jets, but still, I mean, you look back on a game that they, I want to say, gave it away, but they kind of gave it away. Oh, they did. Um, and you had that back-to-back week weeks with the Raiders. Just you know that Bills game, even though you don't expect to beat the Bills, was winnable. The Seahawks, they gave you nothing. Like there were games there that they could have won, and you just win a couple of them, and you go six and six through twelve, and you're right there where you need to be. You're in the mix. Gotta have it, Jerry. Would have been in the mix. Now, do you uh, buy into do any you... of this uh, Brian Dayball versus a uh, Wink Martindale situation? Not really. no, Rift? No. I guess there was a report right before the game from uh, Jay Glazer. Jay Glazer, yeah. 
saying that uh, they may even fire Wink Martindale in season. That's how much they're not getting along. Here's when I'll buy it, when Wink gets fired All right. or he quits. I, to me, this happens on most teams, especially a team that's struggling. There's going to be arguments and fights, and but at the end of the day, I mean, unless it's that bad, and it couldn't have been because the way they were talking yesterday, I don't know. Do I think something happened? Yes. Yeah. Do I think they're going to fire Wink Martindale midseason? No, I don't. You don't see that happening. I don't. I don't think that'll happen. But then again, here's the bye week. This is when things do happen. Dayball said the only thing they argue about, Jerry, is who gets to eat the last slice of pizza. Yeah, funny. Why do you put? Do you buy it? I mean, usually yeah. Blazer's pretty good. Yeah. I just In this case, eh. Yeah, I buy it. So you think he's fired? No, I actually, I no, I buy, I buy that they're probably not. They're probably butting heads sure. a lot. Sure. But no one's getting fired midseason. Right. Again, I don't think the Giants do that. I'm do buying the fact that something happened, but I I just don't buy that they're going to let him go now. Maybe it was over the last slice of pizza. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. Well, Never I keep know. seeing commercials for that shakaroni pizza. Yes. The Papa that's John's all, that Shaq all. now owns, basically. That's a lot of pepperonis. Yeah, it is. On there. Delicious, too. He says 60 pepperonis. On a pie? Yeah. I believe that. <laughs> That's a lot of pepperoni, Jerry. How th- but it also depends on how thick the slices are. Right. And how what the circumference is of the pepperoni. Right. If you make it like super thin. Yeah. You can make it super thin, super small. That was like Domino's back in the day. They would load up the pepperoni, these tiny little circles of pepperoni. Delicious. Mm. Not the healthiest, but you know what? Nice treat. Yeah, I think of that when I see that shakaroni pie, and I'm like, man, what is that? Because there's like a, the commercial has a shakaroni pie. Yeah. Which is a more than, a, a, it's Bigger than a regular pizza. Mm-hmm. And it's got all those pepperoni. It's got two Pepsi sitting next to it. I was like, man, that, what a what a meal that is, Jerry. A shakaroni pie and a couple Pepsis. That's called once every few months. That's it. That's You're America, doing that every Jerry. Friday? Yeah. Oof. Yeah, that's a rough one. That is a, that's a lot. I, I did enjoy at one point over the weekend I saw, <laughs> I, I do, I love Shaq, but my God, back-to-back commercials of Shaq and the Papa John's into Celebrity Cruises. <laughs> into <laughs> This guy, man. Into Shaq and the General. Yeah. I haven't seen that in a while. Is he yeah. still doing the General? Uh, I'm not sure. Because my guy, he is a marketable man. Yes. That Shaquille O'Neal. I had read somewhere that he has a company that when a business is in trouble, they go to his, they go to Shaq. I could see it. Because remember, marketable. Papa, Papa John's was in trouble yeah. with crazy Papa John. Mm-hmm. Must be nice to be so popular that people are paying you like just to be you because they're desperate. Right. We're so desperate. Nobody likes us. What if we brought Shaq in here? That's pretty good. Everyone loves Name Shaq. Name your price. Yeah. I mean, so so he's like, he's not the CEO of, but is he the CEO of Papa John's I don't now? know. He's very involved, though. Because I think, I think right. he took over yeah. that whole operation for that. Wasn't the other guy? I forget. Was the other guy a creep? Yeah. Why? Something like that? Something like that, yeah. Papa. So, the Papa. Shaq is now, you know who know, needs him now? Subway. <laughs> <laughs> Subway needs to bring in Shaq. <laughs> Why not? Well, they got all those other, they've, they signed a whole bunch of people to Subway. Uh, right? Not, they got all those oh, They got Patrick Mahomes. They got a lot of people. Yeah. They're, they're not Patrick, Jeeps. but they're not Shaq. They're not Shaq. They are not Shaq. Did Shaq. you see, speaking of commercials, Yeah. did you see the new Jeep commercial with Derek Jeter and his wife? Um, I have seen one of them. I don't know. Well, if there's, there's a been a bunch. One. This is the one where his flight gets canceled. No, and he's got to drive home, one. and his wife's waiting for him with the. It's actually a really good commercial. It's a sweet Jeep commercial. It's a. I tell you, it's pretty good. I don't know if those are his kids or not, but it is Hannah Davis, right? And she's waiting by the window hmm. as he's driving across the countryside. <laughs> I'll be there, honey, <laughs> because his seat and coach on United was canceled. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> Right. Uh, we got to take a quick break. We're just getting started. Lots to do. And then we got Boomer and Geo on a football Monday right here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, 25 after 5. It is a uh, Monday morning, uh, last Monday in November, as a matter of fact. We hit December this weekend, and the holidays are in full force. You see that weird story about Hall and Oates, Jerry? I did. Two rich guys fighting over money. The Daryl Hall. I don't know why he needed a restraining order on John Oates. Maybe like, he went nuts. Who knows? They're fighting over... This is what I don't understand. Maybe you know this, Jerry. They're fighting over which songs... Hall and Oates can sing separately when they go on solo tours. Why can't you sing anything you want? I don't know. I could go out right now and do every Hall and Oates song. Well, I saw a band Saturday night. All they did was sing popular songs. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe because then they're laying claim to the song as it's theirs. I don't know. Just say I'm doing uh, cover songs. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm Oates. I didn't know that you weren't allowed to. By the way, you don't want to go see Oates. He barely sings. You want to go see Hall. He's the yeah, singer. Yeah, I don't know if I want to see him either. You know, if you want to see Solo Hall. Mm, not in 2023 or 24. No, I don't yeah. think so. I'm not climbing either, Jerry. Mm-hmm. But unless, uh, unless that's going to be one of your trips. I'm going to go see uh, <laughs> see Daryl Hall in Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> we had Oates on Boomer and Carton many, many really? years ago. Yeah, back in Queens. He was one of the few guests that came to Queens. And he actually sang a song, and I was like, what is this? <laughs> Wasn't one of his old ones? <laughs> well, it was, but he's not the main singer on mm. those songs. He just sings like, uh, he'll go, private eyes, they're watching you. But Hall is singing the verses. Right. But I don't understand, because I thought you could just go out and sing any songs you wanted. Yeah, you need to get someone from the music industry. Was it Eric Olson, the guy we used to yeah. talk to a lot? Why don't you call Maybe him? Maybe he can let me Or in. text him or email him. Just get the All answer. Right. Say, what's going on here yeah. with this Hall & Oates situation? Easily solved. Did you like the Rob Sala Colgate commercial? That uh, Did not see it. You did not. No. It was awkward. I will tell you that. That uh, Toothpaste? Went, yeah. And his bright smile. What's weird is, that, and this happened in the Eli Manning his last few years when he was terrible. When you're watching a game wherein the quarterback is terrible or the head coach is terrible, and then it goes to commercial and they're in the commercial, you just want to say, get off my screen, you suck. Well, and then you think about the company that employed them. So, like, yeah. you see the Daniel Jones, that car commercial he's got. It's like <laughs> I Mer- haven't seen that you one. You have seen him where he's walking no. through, like, the lobby of, it's like a Mercedes commercial, yeah. but like a local Mercedes dealership. Okay. And I'm thinking, if I'm the owner of that deal, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. You stunk and you got hurt. What are you running this for now? Where's Tommy DeVito? (laughs) (laughs) You should be able to trade during the season. Be like, listen, uh, Daniel, you're going to owe us some money back. Actually, just just Venmo it to Tommy DeVito. He's going to come in here and walk around our Mercedes dealership. That's who we want. What you're looking to do is sign the Giants quarterback to the endorsement deal. It doesn't work that way, though. I always thought that about fantasy football, too. Like, if I pick... A quarterback for my fantasy football. You should league. get their backup as well. Yeah, like and he goes down in the first quarter. Why don't I get the backup when he comes? Because you in? didn't pick him, and he's not on your roster. Mm. You know who that Mercedes dealership needs? Shaq. Shaq. <laughs> Shaqaroni pizzas showing up at your Mercedes dealership. <laughs> That's it. That and the other thing from the Jets broadcast was the uh, all of the ads featuring QR codes. Did you get into that at all, Jerry? Um, no, I did like the the one commercial though, or promo with Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't know who that actor is. Yeah. When, Adam Devine, I believe his when name Ryan is. Ryan Fitzpatrick starts winging the footballs. At yeah. Him. Just whipping footballs. <laughs> that at made him. me laugh. That's what Boomer does to us. here sometimes. Funny. Yes. But in that case, it looked real. They said that's going to be the future of broadcasting, Jerry. Hey, whatever. That uh, the commercials will have QR codes. So you want it? Boom. You take a picture of it. 
commercial. And I'm getting annoyed at this, and I, I don't, I, I really shouldn't. This is because I guess this I don't nitpick? have any. Yeah, nitpick situation. And you have nothing else to worry about. Yeah, nothing else to worry about. But only because he goes out of his way often, this uh, Red Zone fella, Scott Hansen, goes commercial free. Everything's sponsored. What he That's sh- a commercial. What he should say is commercial break free. Yes. They never leave you. Right. It's always there, but they do put commercials on the screen. Exactly. There are adver- advertisements. I'm seeing DraftKings. Yeah. I'm seeing buy this uh, NFL you, shirt. You can When you put it on, within the first 30 seconds, you see an advertisement. Yes. So, uh, to me... He should. They should change it to commercial break-free football. Right. We'll never, like you said, we'll never leave you. I actually thought, you know, you as you know, I've always, I think the future of music radio, yeah. in my opinion, to compete with the Spotify's and the Apple Music's, to me, should be commercial break-free radio. You want commercials, you read them. I mean, you're playing music for the other 45 stinking minutes. <laughs> you can take 15 minutes and read some commercials, but at least the jock is still there. You hear the voice. Maybe you don't change the channel. And then CBS did this with golf, and I think they were the first ones to do it, at least the first ones I saw, where they would, instead of just breaking away from all the action, they would split the screen. They would lower the, instead of going to commercial, they would play the commercial on half your screen, but you could still follow the golf. I'm like, that's brilliant. You're getting the commercial in, but I can kind of half pay attention to it because I can still watch Rory McIlroy's shot or hear this approach. And I that, to me, should be the future of TV in that you never lose sight of what you're watching and you still get your ads in. Right. All right. Well, we're going to now be QR coding our faces off, Jerry. And QR codes now. And yeah. QR codes, cl- uh, codes. right? Uh, good news: Tim Boyle is going to remain the Jets starter. Jerry, I mean, I would do, uh, Trevor Simeon must just be horrendous. He's like, I must be terrible. I mean, you've got three quarterbacks in the Jet room. One of them has actually won NFL games and thrown real touchdown passes. I know he's not a great quarterback. You're going to tell me he's the worst of the three? Yeah, he's the worst. I mean, good lord, what'd you sign him for then? That hail mary at the end of the half was legitimately a <laughs> don't come back out of the locker room situation. Like, there was a chance. Like, I wonder if that's ever happened where, like, a coach is just like, I'm. No, I don't think any team's I'm ever not, forfeited at halftime. No, we're not coming out. I don't did think Did you that's see ever what happened. we just did? No. <laughs> that was some of the worst attempts at tackling I've ever seen in my life. Well, it could be worse. They could have Deontay Johnson on the team. That dude on the Steelers. Who drops the pass in the end zone, and then two plays later just walks off the field when the ball's right in front of him. It was a live fumble right in front of him. He turned and went the other way. You know what's funny about that, too? No one asked Mike Tomlin about it after the game. Is that right? No, I went and actually got the – I wanted to see if Tomlin – um, commented on it. Yeah. Six minutes he spoke. Not one question. They asked him about why didn't you challenge Deontay's uh, drop in the end zone? What did you see? But no one said, by the way, any thoughts on why he decided to just quit on the play? Did they show that during the game? Like, the, did they I don't know, but the video that? was on Twitter. Yeah, I did see the video on Twitter. So uh, did, uh, did Ian and the CBS crew highlight that? I wasn't watching the game to know. I wasn't interested in Steelers-Bengals with no Joe Burrow and the terrible Steelers offense, even though they were better yesterday. Um, I, so I don't know the answer to that. I just know what went around uh, on Twitter. Yeah, I actually feel like I had a, should look up this stat because this is the stat I read after the Steeler game, that it was their first 400-yard game in 58 regular season games. Is that possible? Well, how long has Ben been out now for? Is this his third? Time. Is this the third season without Ben Eddie? Would you know? I would say at least. Is it right? It's yeah. got to be, because that would be because just th- Google it. Three Google seasons it. would be forty-eight games. All right, Ben Roethlisberger, Jerry. I'm gonna. Oh, you taking your own advice? Uh, Google that right up, my friend, and see when uh, his last season was. The pandemic year. Does that sound right? Twenty twenty-one. Yeah. Oh, twenty twenty-one. Yeah. So this is only his second season then, their second season without. Well, you know what? He wasn't good that last year. So that does that actually does make sense to me. Yeah, that was just seemed so weird. 58 games where they didn't. So I, you're going into the pandemic season, which is the last time they had 400 yards of offense. Yeah. 
I think if you Googled Roethlisberger's numbers in that 2021 season, you'll see that they were not good offensively. Terrible. Yeah, he was awful. He was not good. They'd be sort of Tim Boyle-esque, you're saying? Uh, no, not that bad. Zach Wilson-esque, uh, Not that bad either, but they weren't good. And the Steelers, you look up, they're 7-4. and four. Yes, I... Yes. I, I know. I know. There's a lot of teams with just three losses now. I don't know who they play this week, but if they win, they'd be a game behind Baltimore for first place. The Steelers? Yeah. Yeah. The Ravens are nine and three. The Steelers are seven and four. If the Steelers win this week, they'd be eight and four in a game out. Jerry, they've got the Cardinals in Pittsburgh. Oh, good Lord. Very winnable game. Wow. Then the Steelers got the Patriots in Pittsburgh. Do they really? Yeah. Wow. So they very well will be nine and four yep. after thirteen games. Yeah, think about that. I felt bad for that kicker on the Texans yesterday. They rolled Matt that Amendola. guy out there to kick a fifty-eight yard field yeah, goal. Yeah, you know what? He came within a yard of making it, and then he doinked it off of the crossbar. It was dead straight. I mean, it was right I down the middle. I thought he had it. Yeah, well, from behind the thing, and then it was was a Catalan that did that game. I think it was Andrew Catalan that did that game. Right off, the, right off the kick. He's like, does it have enough? And I'm like, you're looking at it like, look at this. He's never kicked his last 58-yard field goal was in high school. And his leg has somehow gotten weaker. I don't understand how that's and possible. Then I, and then you, before you saw what happened, you actually heard it hit clank. Correct. I love that sound. The clanking field goal. Yeah, you know who doesn't? Him. <laughs> <laughs> it means he missed. <laughs> it's so dramatic. Yeah, it can it's be. like, it is up, it is. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> so close, too. So close. See, I think Stroud took a bad sack because he was doing so yes. many good things on that final drive. Did, you're right. And it was one where he just held on to the ball way too long. Bad sack, bad sack. Do you think after the game, uh, Amendola goes, well, Stroud took that bad sack, otherwise I'd have nailed it. <laughs> No, I think That's if you, I, I think if you're Matt Amendola, you keep your mouth shut and just yeah. happy you have a job. Because I don't, I think they just signed him like three weeks ago. Oh, is that right? I'm pretty sure. So he had a chance to be a hero, and he wasn't. Real quick, just to follow up before we take a break. Yes. So in 2021, Ben Roethlisberger in 17 games had how many 300 yard passing games? Would you say? I'll give you an over under of three and a half. Oof. I'm going to say over. He had four. No, way under. One. Wow. He had one game, and it was against the Vikings. He threw for 308 yards. Here were his passing numbers, because you're talking about not having a 400-yard offensive game. Correct. In 50 game, and this was his last season. Uh, week 17, he threw for 244. All right, that's acceptable. Before that, how about this line against Cleveland? And this is a game they won. They went, he went, 24 of 46, 123 yards. <laughs> He dropped back 46 times and had 120 yards. 123 yards. 159, 148. So, yeah, I mean, you look at some of these. And he had a couple in the – he had some in the twos for sure, but it also means they had no run game. But he had several games with less than 200 yards passing that season. So it does make sense. if you. And then Pickett's not been great. Right. It does make sense. So I'm going to take a break. We're running late here. 537. We are so close to the Boomer and Geo Monday program. It's coming up at 6 on the fan. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, very quick hour. One of show till 6 o'clock. We've got Boomer and Geo coming up then to go over everything NFL. By the way, the Knicks lost a uh, 
Uh, not a buzzer beater, but a uh, last-second three from Devin Booker as they lost to the Suns without Kevin Durant. And the Nets hit 25 threes and uh, beat the Bulls. How about that? How about that? 25 times three is 75 points Correct. based on three-pointers. And they were getting smoked in the first quarter, too. Is that right? And then they smoked the Bulls in the second <laughs> quarter. Was yeah. that in Brooklyn? That was in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yes. Bob Usler did that. I'm very jealous of that. You want to be doing Nets games in Brooklyn? I would love to do a Nets game. All right. Maybe Bob he'll... gets to Chris Carino. So Carino got to do Eagles-Bills on Compass Media Networks, which was aired right? on WCBS 880 yesterday. Is that right? And so Bob got to do the Nets and Bulls in Brooklyn. We ran a NFL game on CBS yeah, 880? Yeah, WCBS 880. I think, they, I think they signed up with Compass Media Networks for a bunch of NFL games. How about that? Very cool. Yeah, very cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was looking, Jerry. It just seemed to me. I was like, wow, there seemed to be like a lot of eight-win teams. So I just uh, took a quick glance and, and made a list. There are eight teams that have eight wins or more. Okay. The Dolphins, Chiefs, Jaguars, Ravens in the AFC, Jerry. And then we've got Eagles, Cowboys, Niners, Lions. Mm-hmm. So How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, I'm not uh, in the predicting game. Okay, but... I'm going to say somewhere in there we've got our Super Bowl matchup. Did you think? <laughs> You're such an idiot. <laughs> well, I like now. I guess Romo was making the point yesterday. Like, this this could be your Super Bowl. And I'm thinking the Bills have been... have under, They played great yesterday and really should have won, um, but couldn't close it out. And they've underachieved this year. So I don't know that we're going to see the Bills in the Super Bowl. But if you told me the Eagles were there, sadly, I... Couldn't argue with you right okay, now. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do, Jerry. I'm going to give you the four, uh, four teams in the AFC, yeah. and you want you have to remove one that you're not interested in seeing in the Super Bowl. You've I, got the interested Dolph- in seeing or don't think that they'll be there. You're not interested in seeing them. I'm not interested in seeing the Chiefs anymore. Is that right? I don't know why. Over the Ravens? I don't want to hear about Taylor Swift anymore. <laughs> I'm not interested in Travis Kelsey anymore. Right. I'm tired of, of Mahomes' wife. I, it's enough. You've had enough of that. I've had enough of the and Chiefs. you're going to really get that if they oh, make it God. to the Super Bowl. Did you imagine? No, I don't want to say. All right, so the Chiefs are one. Go ahead. Okay, then uh, let me go to the AFC. I'm sorry, NFC, Jerry. Eagles. Eagles. Cowboys. Eagles. Niners. Eagles. Get the Eagles Lions. Out. Eagles. You want the Eagles out. <laughs> yes, of course. So if you could eliminate Chiefs-Eagles, All right, you'd here we be go. excited. Here we go. So that would mean your worst football uh, Super Bowl would be Chiefs-Eagles again. Would be Chiefs-Eagles again, yeah. yeah. Who are the other three AFC teams you were going to give me? Uh, Finns, Dolphins, Chiefs, Jags, Ravens. Yeah. Really, I think the only team that would intrigue me there is the Dolphins. I'm not interested in the Ravens. I'm, not, I'm certainly not interested in the Jaguars. You're right. And I don't want to see the Chiefs anymore. I actually, not that I'm a Dolphins fan, but if you're asking me what team I'd like to see in the Super Bowl, it'd be the Dolphins. They're, they're yeah. So really what you would like to see then Cowboys, is... Cowboys-Dolphins. Yep. That's Which I, I would love to see. I think America would love to see that. America would like Yeah, they would. <laughs> Based on the ratings that the Cowboys you know, get. probably right about that. America would love to see Cowboys-Dolphins. Yeah, I mean, it would be, that would be something. Who do we talk to to make that happen, Jerry? Roger Goodell. No. Come on. And Jerry, what's going on with the Denver Broncos? They're winning a lot of games. They Very won again. weird. Well, I mean, Sean Payton has been known to be a very good coach. A great coach? I don't know about that. But he's been a very good coach because you can make the case he underachieved in New Orleans by only winning one time. Um, but he's been a very good coach for a very long time. And, you know, Russell Wilson, while we mocked him last year, maybe Nathaniel Hackett was the problem. We ever think I don't about know, that? Jerry. What evidence do you have? <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, Russell Wilson looked horrendous last year, and in the beginning of this season, same thing. But as they've gotten more and more comfortable, they played more and more games. Yeah, it's, it's working. That Nathaniel Hackett stank off him, Jerry. It, it takes time. Right now, the the Jets are loaded with it. <laughs> they are smelling like a skunk. So <laughs> the Broncos were one in five. Yeah, and now they're, they're six now and five. Six and five mm-hmm. ran off five straight. That's pretty yeah. good. Now, in fairness, yesterday's went over the Browns against two backup quarterbacks. It's not like, you know, this isn't the Browns that we saw earlier in the season. Now, defensively, the Browns, I think, are still relatively healthy. So it's impressive yeah. what they did. But no Deshaun Watson. It takes a little bit away from what the Browns are. And it was in Denver, you know. Yeah. And you probably talked about this on Friday, Jerry, but I got to tell you. At the Thanksgiving festivities where I was at, yeah, the men were salivating over Dolly Parton. I would not say 
Yeah, and we did talk about it Friday. Yeah. Not as the country did. Humongous jugs. Correct. What Over. I said to CeeLo was, and I'm not, you're not being funny here, if you cut her head off, that looks like a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. Correct. That's 25 years old. Her legs looked ridiculous. Her boobs are gigantic ridiculous. balloons. <laughs> Whatever. And nice midsection there, Jerry. But that, yeah. Like, that looked like the body of a 25-year-old. And then you Google it. I'm like, she's got to be in her late 60s. No, 77. Now, the only thing that showed me she was 77 was the way she was holding on to the railing and she was moving slowly. But other than that, I mean, balloon my goodness. How is she in that kind of shape? Like, legitimate No seed oils and she reads (laughs) labels. (laughs) I knew it. No high fructose corn syrup. Supposedly she's got a, because a lot was written about her, as you can imagine, over the weekend. Supposedly she's got a very rigid uh, fitness routine. Not that she's doing, you know, plyometrics, but she's, she's loyal to it. And I'm sure she eats well. It's great. And she knew, I mean... I wonder if that was her idea or someone said, hey, Dolly, why don't we throw you in a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader outfit? Or did she say, I'm going to wear a Cowboy cheerleader outfit? I would guess it was her idea. We did not. Nobody saw that coming. Yeah, I would think it was her idea. And she kicked off the whole thing by donating a million dollars to the Salvation Army of her own money. Yeah. So, I mean, and that compared to that dolt that they had in Detroit, which was just horrible. Jack Harlow oh, is, I God, think, his name is. Every the start to finish, it was bad. Terrible. And then you got uh, you got Dolly in Dallas. Who would have thought that that would have been the highlight of the day? I mean, she was the talk of Thanksgiving. She Jerry. was. She blew up social media. Yeah. All the men at my gathering wanted turkey breast, Jerry, if you follow what I'm saying. How about some breasts? That's what I'm in the mood for if they're watching Dolly. And I mean turkey breasts. Because it's Thanksgiving, folks. Pass the stuffing as well. And the potatoes. Aww. Just keep digging. I feel like men were like salivating. <laughs> I don't know about salivating, but it was... No, no, at my, at my place. There was like, we load drool? them up with hormones so that their breasts get larger. <laughs> my brother-in-law was quite was drooling. Taken. Yeah, he was quite taken into the fact where his son is like, you're being a little weird. <laughs> yeah. She looked Hot good. legs and juicy breasts. <laughs> Well, there was the halftime yeah. show in Dallas. Man, oh man. Pretty much. Did you like her? It was only three songs. Yeah. Did you like I know she's I know she's trying to pump an album. Queen. Yeah, I don't like what that stuff. Doing? I like nine to five classic Dallas. And Jolene. And Jolene. Large what, breasts. And what else I don't know. Does she have another song? Not Islands in the Stream, because Kenny Rogers is dead. So that doesn't work. I think Kenny Rogers is still alive. No. No, he's not. Are you sure? I am sure. Yeah. Right, I believe on, he passed Jerry. two years ago. Uh, you're right. Yeah, he passed in March of 2020. Uh, three years ago. Even wow. longer than that. Yeah, Sorry, very... Kenny. Yeah. Okay, we've got to take a break. 553. Uh, I do. I'm a, I am a breast guy for sure. <laughs> well, you certainly are after Thanksgiving. That we know. Quick break. We'll come back, wrap it up. We'll get you Boomer and Gio. Right now we get uh, Amy Lawrence and an Odyssey Sports Minute. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Uh, we got about 30 seconds or so left. What big story did you say for the end? You know, when I saw the thing about Alan Lazard being a healthy scratch because he stinks, and then they were, like, mentioning other players. I completely forgot. That he's on this team? Has he caught yeah. a football this year? Randall Cobb. Boy, that Aaron Rodgers really just did bring over all his friends. Pretty much. Well, then they all it's just really bought, gone well. And then the, what? They just came here. They all bought houses. Then four plays in, he he snaps his Achilles, and now they just. Well, I think what? Randall Cobb's wife, I think, went to Rutgers. Oh, I'm pretty sure. So I think they right? know the area. WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD1, New York, always live on the free Odyssey app.